Welcome to the South Elkhorn Christian Church Sermon Podcast. We hope you enjoy the weekly messages. For bulletin material, reflection guides, and other resources, visit southelkhorncc.org. And we read the words of Scripture to remind ourselves that God is ever-present with us and speaks to us again and again and again. And so I want to invite you to turn with me to the book of Joshua uh, and follow along. I invite you to follow along with your hearts and minds as I read from the first chapter, verses 5 through 9. Let's read, read together. As I was with Moses, God says, so I will be with you, he says to Joshua. I will not fail you or forsake you. Be strong and courageous, for you shall put this people in possession of the land that I swore to their ancestors to give them. Only be strong and very courageous. Be strong and very courageous. Being careful to act in accordance with all the law that my servant Moses commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left so that you may be successful wherever you go. This book of the law shall not depart. Shall not depart out of your mouth. You shall not meditate on it and you shall meditate it on it day and night so that you may be careful to act in accordance with all that is written in it. For then you shall make your way prosperous and then you shall be successful. I hereby command you, be strong and courageous. Be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened or dismayed for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Well, I wonder, I wonder who needs to hear those words that God speaks to Joshua? Who needs to hear those words right now? Perhaps you need to hear those words. I did. Be strong and courageous. Be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened or discouraged or dismayed for God is with you wherever you go, wherever you are, whatever you're going through. God is with you. We've been praying through a Celtic prayer, as I mentioned previously. We've been praying through a Celtic prayer in January called Lord of My Heart, um, asking God to grow in us a new heart for the new year, asking God for vision and light to guide us and wisdom. And, And now we turn to the fourth petition and ask God for courage. Lord of my heart, give me courage to strengthen me that amongst friends or enemies, I may always proclaim your justice. Courage to strengthen me. Courage that strengthens us. There's a lot I don't know about the days, the weeks, and the months that lie ahead of us. I don't know what the challenge and difficulty of this pandemic, when it will subside. I don't know when the sting or weight of grief for all that we've lost and the people we've lost will, I don't know when it will lighten. I don't, I don't know how the grief, hardship, and isolation of the past 11 months will impact us but I do know it will impact us and it will impact our relationships. It will impact our community and our world as we step into the months ahead. I don't know how that will all transpire or unfold, but I do know this. To face whatever comes, we're gonna need courage. To be faithful to who God is calling us to be and for who God is calling us to become, we will need courage to learn, to grow, to heal, we will need 
courage. Courage that strengthens us. So then, just what is courage? Perhaps you've heard the story of, um, of a grass fire that broke out. Maybe it was on one of the, uh, these beautiful horse farms here on the, in the rolling hills of central Kentucky. Uh, the fire started in terribly dry conditions and a brisk wind kicked up and it caused the fire to grow and to rage out of control. And there was concern that this fire would overtake the whole farm, the barn, um, destroy, destroy the barn and, and, and the horses that were inside and threatening people's lives who lived on the farm. It was a, it was a huge fire. And so the county fire department, the professionals uh, raced to put out the fire as fast as they could, but the, the, wind caused, the wind caused the fire to spread so fast, so fast that it quickly became more than the county uh, fire department could handle. And so they're desperate. And desperate, they, they called anybody nearby, any volunteer fire departments to come and to help. And one fire department in the local town close by responds and, and, and they come. And the volunteers show up, perhaps not as fast as the professionals, but, but they do show up and they're driving an old, dilapidated, beat up truck with, with poor equipment. And instead of stopping, as the county fire department folks had done, as the professionals, instead of stopping at the edge of the fire, they drove right into the middle, right into the middle of the fire and all the raging flames and they jumped out and frantically began using their equipment, spraying water everywhere in all directions and soon they, soon they somehow had snuffed out the center of the fire and broken the blaze into two parts, which allowed the county department and the volunteer fire department to work together and control and contain the fire. Of course, by this time, with the size of this fire, a news, a news crew had arrived and began interviewing people and uh, they were watching all of this unfold and were so impressed with the bravery of these firemen that they started asking the volunteer fire chief you know, all these questions and, you know, and, and, and celebrating this amazing achievement and this bravery. And the, the owner of the farm came up in the middle of this interview and, and handed right there, the, the volunteer fire chief, a $1,000 check and said, thank you. You saved my, my family, my house, my, my barn, my animals. Thank you. And the news person, sensing this, this beautiful moment, capturing it on, on video, capturing it for, for the audience, um, immediately began to ask the fire chief as the fire chief was wiping ashes, <laughs> wiping ashes off his jacket. What are you gonna do with the $1,000 check? And he said, well, the first thing I'm gonna do is... I'm gonna get some new brakes for that old truck. Turns out, rushing into the fire wasn't perhaps as brave or courageous as it seemed. I'm not really sure what that was. Was it an accident, incompetence, neglect? Beneath, beneath the bad joke is a glimpse of what courage actually is. Courage is a willingness to act instead of do nothing to face the reality of what is before us rather than pretend that it, it's not there or search out for excuses or blame. It's a willingness to do the next best thing right where you are, even if a mistake, neglect, bad choices have led you where you are. Maybe especially in a situation that you didn't anticipate being in. Like those volunteer firefighters who didn't, panic and freeze in the middle of a blaze they never meant to drive into, no matter how brave it looked, but instead jumped out to do whatever it took to survive and ultimately to help. Courage is the decision to do something, the next best thing, rather than run away. 
courage is the decision to tell the truth. The faulty brakes were the reason. There was no strategy. And courage is the choice then to fix the obvious issues that need to be addressed. The faulty brakes. Courage isn't blind bravery that risks everything for anything. Courage is the choice to do the one thing that matters most right now. And we're all faced with a situation before us in our lives, in our communities, that demands courage, that demands that we act instead of do, do nothing, that demands that we discern the next best thing. Not the perfect thing, but the next best thing. Writer and civil rights activist Maya Angelou said, you can be kind and true and fair and generous and just and even merciful occasionally. But to be that time after time, then you really have to have courage. Courage is the most important of all the virtues because you can't practice any of the other virtues consistently without courage. Or to put it another way, the author and theologian C.S. Lewis uh, writes that courage is not simply one of the virtues, but the form of every virtue at its testing point. Courage is crucial. And perhaps it's why courage is what God counsels to Joshua as he stands before the Jordan on the threshold of a new future with the Israelite people. You see, Joshua had once stood beside Moses. Joshua had once stood behind Moses. And now he was standing alone, without Moses. Moses, the one who had helped free the Israelites from their enslavement under Pharaoh in Egypt. Moses, the one who had led the Israelites through the sea when Pharaoh's army were pursuing them and threatened to destroy them. Moses, the one who had received the instruction from God and gave it to the people. Moses, the one who had argued with God and defended the people. Moses, the one who had absorbed the bickering of the people and the Israelites in the wilderness and when they were hungry and wandering in discouragement. And it was Moses who was the one who endured their complaining. It was Moses who had led them this far and had died on the edge of the promised land before crossing the River Jordan. Never had there been a leader like Moses. And we read in the last chapter of Deuteronomy that never would there be again a leader like Moses. And there was Joshua standing there on the banks of the Jordan River, looking at what was before him on the other side. It's a moment of great transition. I mean, imagine Joshua, forehead glistening, glistening with the sweat of uncertainty, feet heavy with fear, Legs trembling with self-doubt, heart groaning with grief. And God, God taps Moses on the shoulder and says, it's time, Joshua. It's your turn. It's your turn to step up and to act. And then God says, I love this, God says, be strong and courageous. Not once, not twice, three times God says, be strong and courageous, be strong and very courageous, be strong and courageous. Here we are, <laughs> here we are, crossing the threshold of a new year into the uncertain future that stretches out before us. And I want you, I want you this morning to hear the whisper of God as you look out at what is before you. 
Be strong, God says, and courageous. Even as your heart is heavy with grief, even as you are unsure what twists and turns this year will bring, even as you witness the suffering, division, and bitterness that swirls around us, even as you see the skepticism and the cynicism mounting, even as you sense the deep and unhealed wounds of racial injustice that seem impossible to overcome, even as you feel the forces of all that would shut down your heart and close you off to the world, even as you sense the pain of this moment and the hard work that the future will require, I want you to hear God whisper to you this morning as God did to Joshua long ago, be strong and very courageous. I am with you, God says. Courage is not looking for a battle to fight. It's showing up to the struggles already going on around us and within us with an open heart to give what we have to what the moment needs and to receive what God will bless us with when we show up with an open heart. Courage comes from the French root core, meaning heart. To have courage is to have heart. To not shut down your heart, but to keep it open. Courage is not about conquest. It's not about conquering. It's about compassion. It's about the strength of an open heart when our hearts want to shut down. Which is why courage is asking for help. Which is why courage, which is why courage is going to counseling. Stepping past the shame and the stigma and getting help. Which is why courage is about facing the truth of what is going on around you and within you and within your relationships. Which is why courage is about honestly seeing the brokenness that other people carry and the brokenness that we carry. It's why courage is just as much about standing up for what is right as it is about sitting down and listening to what is wrong. Courage is asking for forgiveness and courage is forgiving. Courage is calling up a loved one to finally have that hard conversation that you've been neglecting or meaning to have. Courage is picking up the phone to call someone when you feel lonely. Even if you don't think it might be the best time for somebody else. And even if nobody else ever calls you, it's picking up the phone because you feel lonely. Courage is talking to your children about the human body and boundaries and giving your children the tools they need to navigate a, a shame-ridden world even though it makes us parents profoundly uncomfortable. Courage is coming out to your family and friends and sharing that part of you that you've kept secret even though they might not understand or might not accept you. Courage is asking your question when everyone else seems to understand. Courage is asking a question when you know someone else in the room doesn't understand and is overwhelmed and too afraid to ask. Courage is forgiving yourself for not being perfect. Courage is accepting that you still have something to learn and room to grow. Courage is refusing the stereotypes, not laughing at the jokes that belittle other people and using new language, finding and accepting new language that more deeply respects other people, even if it's not how you grew up. Courage isn't about your physical strength, it's about your heart strength. The strength to keep your heart open to others, to God, 
and to what this moment needs you to do next. And then doing it. And then even when it's hard and it might cost you, still doing it. Courage is what Jesus had when he went out of his way for racial and cultural healing by traveling through Samaria and interacting with Samaritans and lifting up Samaritans as exemplars of faithfulness. Courage is what Jesus had when he stopped in a crowd to tend to a woman who had the courage to reach out and touch him. Courage is what Jesus had when he didn't do the work of God on his own. Think about that but instead asked imperfect and unpolished fishermen and tax collectors to help him with the ministry of healing, forgiving, and feeding those who, who were left out and left wanting. Courage is what Jesus had when he told religious leaders to make more room at the table for the poor and the dispossessed and to give up their seats of privilege. Courage is what Jesus had when he openly wept with Mary and Martha over the death of Lazarus not giving in to the toxic masculinity that wouldn't express deep sadness and emotion. Courage is what Jesus had when he told Peter to put down the sword in the garden. Courage is what Jesus had when he forgave those who crucified him. Forgive them for they know not what they do. In the book To Kill a Mockingbird, Atticus Finch, Atticus Finch doesn't really like being a defense attorney. Uh, a trial lawyer, but he, he takes on Tom Robinson's case, a case. Um, Tom Robinson's a black man who's been accused of assaulting a white woman. And, and Atticus Finch knows that unless he stands up to fight for Tom Robinson, that he's gonna get lynched. And he knows that even if he does stand up to fight for him, to represent him, to do his best, to make a case for him, that he still won't get a fair trial. The whole book is about the pressure and the challenge and the courage of Atticus Finch. And, and one day Atticus is talking and he defines courage, courage this way. He says, I want you to see what real courage is. Instead of getting the idea that courage is a man with a gun in his hand. No, it's when you know you're licked before you begin. But you begin anyway. And see it through no matter what. Courage is what Jesus had when he gave his life for a better world when he knew he was licked before he began. And yet he began anyway. Trusting with an open heart that the love of God could turn the pain of crucifixion into spiritual healing and could turn a cruel death into a new hope. Courage is what Jesus had when he offered his spirit up to everyone who would come after him. The same spirit that rests on me, that rested on Joshua long ago, and that rests on you, that rests on us together. A spirit that whispers yet again, be strong and courageous, for I am with you. Thanks for listening to the message this week. Visit southelkorncc.org where you can download reflection and discussion guides to dig deeper into the weekly scripture and message. 